Hello, and welcome to the Latter-day Ladies. I am your host, Jenny Moss. Hello, my friends. I hope you're having an amazing Friday, or whatever day you're listening to this podcast. I've been thinking a lot about you this week, and I was thinking about the principle of being alone and how lonely it can feel sometimes living the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then I was thinking about uh, Ursula from The Little Mermaid. And um, Ursula tries to, she's so creepy. She tries to take Ariel and take her away from her family and um, just kind of siphons off everybody who's close to her so that she can hone in on Ariel and take the thing that is the most powerful tool that Ariel has, her voice. And Ursula says this um, sentence that's so haunting and creepy. She says, it doesn't cost much, just your voice. And I cannot stand, I mean, it really is such a great character, but I, I can't stand this thought of Ursula minimizing Ariel's capacity to use her voice. Because it's not just that she has this amazing singing voice. It's not just that we all fell in love with her when we were young ladies and wanted to sing part of your world. And it's not just that, but it's the fact that Ariel then meets this man who she's fallen for, and she is unable to tell him anything about herself because she's given up her voice. She's given up the ability that she has to explain her life under the sea and to explain who she is. And honestly, in my opinion, it creates a shell of a relationship, but that's a whole nother story. (laughs) But it's just sad that she doesn't have this capability to express herself. She doesn't have her voice. And I was thinking about the voice of the Spirit. The voice of the Holy Ghost is a single entity that encompasses three deities' will. So it encompasses God, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost all together. But God didn't want to overwhelm us when he gave us the Holy Ghost, so he gave us one single voice to listen to. He didn't give us three people to take direction from. He gave us one single voice. He knew that that voice needed to be a calm, a quiet, and a reassuring voice so that we could understand the language that that voice uses and understand the way that we feel when we listen to that voice. He knew that we needed the fruits of the Spirit so that every single time we listen to the Spirit, we can feel that love, that joy, the peace, gentleness, goodness, meekness. And it takes time to tune our spiritual ears so that we can listen and hear the voice of the Spirit to hone in on that spirit instead of focusing on the other distractions because there are so many distractions here on this earth. It takes effort and work to hear that single voice. But if we do so, there is a huge payout. We're able to understand what God's will is for us. 
But I was also thinking about not just listening to the voice of the Spirit, but also voicing the things that God has as His will. Being the voice that in singularity will speak the will of God by the Spirit of God. If Ursula or Satan had their way, our voice would be traded for something our worldly self desperately wants. Like for me, it would be the perfect sized kitchen. That's what Satan would try to get me to trade for my voice. But by putting a spiritual muzzle on us, it would fill an earthly desire, but in the end, it would be emptiness. I would have my kitchen, but I wouldn't be able to speak the word of God. How devastating would that be? It doesn't give to our souls the way that God's speaking God's truth does. Anything on this earth, whatever it may be, materialistic or not, whatever void we're trying to fill does not fill us the way that God's word fills us or speaking God's word fills us. I was thinking about some experiences that I've had where people have been the voice of God in my life. And I had this experience from my mission pop up in my brain. I was meeting with my mission president and I was really struggling with forgiving myself for basically everything. Just, I had a really hard time understanding why I personally was allowed to be forgiven by Jesus Christ. And my mission president looked at me and he said, Christ's power is enough. And I said, I know that. And he goes, no, no, no. Christ's power is enough for you. And you are enough for it. And that kind of blew my mind. And he's like, I don't know if you're actually hearing me. Christ's power is enough for you, meaning the atonement is enough for you. If you take your sins to God, it is enough for Jenny Moss. Well, at the time it was Sister Jackson, but it is enough. And when he said that to me, I felt a piercing in my soul. It was like the words were imprinted on my heart and I could not stop thinking about them after he said that. And it spiraled into this beautiful tapestry of understanding that not only is the atonement big enough to encompass me and my sins and my shortcomings and my hardships, but I am enough for all of the things that I am dealing with in my life. I am enough for my trials. And I remember him saying those words. And so I want you to think about your power in your words. How if you use the Spirit of God to speak, your words can imprint on other people's hearts. I've been reflecting on my own experiences of speaking with the Spirit. And it made me think of this one experience where I was visiting a friend and after a wonderful night all together, we were kind of wrapping things up and this friend got a phone call and took it in the other room. And he came back in and was very solemn and said, 
some terrible news that he found out about a loved one in his family who was very sick. And it was shocking for all of us. And he asked us to leave, and so we did. And after we left, I just couldn't get it out of my head. I knew I needed to go back and to talk to him. So I went back and knocked on his door, and he let me in. And I held him for a while. And this was a friend that I had known for many, many years. And we had a very good relationship, but it was very uh, fun and not very deep. And I spoke words that I felt in my soul I needed to speak to him and said, I know that you will see this family member again. And I testified of the plan of salvation in a way that I had not even testified of on the mission. And it felt so incredibly powerful that after the experience, I was exhausted, went home and slept very, very soundly. But it was something where I felt like just privileged to be a part of because I knew I was in the right time the right place at the right time with the right person. I love you and have an amazing day. Would you like to connect with us further? Find us on Instagram at the Latter Day Ladies or on Facebook at the Latter Day Ladies in our private group or find us on our website at www.thelatterdayladies.com. Have an amazing day.